Hello and welcome to the Wellness Trinity Podcast, where we interview top holistic experts and bring you natural solutions for modern day wellness. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity Podcast. I'm Dr. Jacqueline from thewellnesstrinity.com, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Today, we are going to discuss gardening for stress relief with Christina Chow. Just a little disclaimer before we get started, what we discuss in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do with the information is to be intended to use at your discretion for they're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode was brought to you by Cellcore Biosciences. Creating supplements that work is what they do and restoring hope and health is who they are. This protocol was an absolute game changer for myself and my clients too. And now I get to train practitioners to use it in their practice and ebb and flow with it accordingly. So if you want to learn more about the protocol, please visit CellCoreBiosciences.com. If you are a practitioner, you can sign up for a wholesale account. And the general public, please visit TheWellnessTrinity.com slash CellCoreDetox and I can show you the ropes of how we can ebb and flow with this for yourself and your family. I know Christina Chow from networking when I was living in Vegas, and I was always drawn to her. She is a health coach, and she's a lymphatic masseuse, and she works with oncology patients and all kinds of other types of people in her practice uh, as a masseuse. And the one thing I was really drawn to was the fact that she works with the lymphatic system, because that's always been something on my radar to study more. And I ended up sending her her a client one day and she had an emotional release after having a massage from Christina. So I knew there was something about her work from the beginning that I met her. And she also was a Christian too. And that also tied into everything that she was doing, which I really love how she can see the whole picture with mind, body, and spirit. So Christina Chow has been a biblical counselor since 2006. She is also a certified post-op lymphatic masseuse and a cranial sacral therapy practitioner and a health coach since 2015. Christina Chow has been married to Steve Chow for 36 years and has two children who are now adults and a 10-year-old pug called Richie Rich. As a functional nutrition health coach, Christina Chow has come across many coaching sessions with busy health-centered women and helped them reach their dreams of life with improved energy. Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for welcoming me here. I'm glad to be here. We reconnected recently for a few reasons. One, I saw that you kept posting pictures of your garden during the whole quarantine time of the coronavirus. And two, because you ended up signing up with with Cellcor, which I reached out to you and and saw, you know, you expressed interest and now you're on the protocol. How is the protocol working for you so far? I am on phase one right now. I'm at the beginning and I receive a lot of benefits from it too. Most of all is that when I wake up in the morning, I found the microfilm, the the kind of sticky gummy thing in my mouth. It's reducing. Wow. Yeah, it's reducing. And and then um, my body feel lighter uh, and my metabolism got boosted. So I feel really good. And not only that, I have, I put my son also on phase one. How's he doing? He, he probably doesn't have a lot of toxin builds up like me at this age. He's still young, <laughs> but uh, he's doing good. So far, I'm still following up with him. He has gout issues. So I, I really want to help him as well. So both of us started on phase one and I am very excited to be in this treatment. Yeah, so you told me that you had tried other parasite cleanses, and mind you, you're not even really in the heavy-hitting parasite uh, phase for, for Cellcore yet, but you feel like this is already way more effective than any other parasite cleanse you've done so far, huh? Yes. Um, I remember uh, some of the parasite protocols I used to use before. When it comes to the second month, the body will be fighting and want to reject the, the treatments. Um, but I found that the cell core treat protocols, it's good to prepare your body ready for one layer deeper 
another layer deeper. So your body is preparing for that. And so far right now, I, my body is not fighting. My body goes through a lot of reactions, but those are, I see that as a sign of healings and I, I feel better every day. So I think the protocol really works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how many weeks are, are you into it? I think I'm, I'm kind of close to the end of the second week now. Oh, okay. Okay. So you have a couple more weeks before you start really hitting the parasites. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. My body is ready. I'm ready. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for you and your, your son too. I, I just, you know, there's a reason why I work with CellCore because I've personally seen so much results with my clients using it. And so it's exciting meeting other uh, I should say introduce, I already knew you, um, introducing it to other practitioners because uh, it's, it's more people that can be reached. I mean, you have a whole nother clientele that needs to hear this message where we can look, find roots to their, their wellness and, and their healing. So let's, let's uh, get into gardening. We're going to talk about gardening today. And like I said, that's a big reason why I reached out to you in the first place because I was like, that would be so awesome to have a podcast about gardening. I haven't done that yet with anyone. And here I have this microgreen farm. I don't have, I'm not growing anything big. You know, the microgreens are small at this point, but I'm excited to kind of pick your brain about that. And, and hopefully I'll, I'll start growing some bigger plants soon too. So, and that's my own selfish need, but <laughs> there's so much more to gardening. I mean, we chatted off air about this and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I mean, this is a whole nother layer of healing. I think that can, that really can help people. So let's just, Let's just break it down for the, like, just very simply, what is gardening in the first place? Well, I, um, gardening, it's, you use the space, backyard or your fun yard, or you can create your gardens indoor. Now, it, you can think about is a floral garden or a vegetable garden or a, uh, a fruit uh, garden or just simply trees and greens or grass, uh, whatever that you want to to put in your backyard and front yard or indoor with mm -hmm. all that stuff. That is what I consider is gardening. Okay, so why are people not gardening nowadays? Do you think? I have found, including myself, we have a lot of reasons and all excuses. Being very busy is the number one. We are very busy. We are very busy in front of the computers and cell phones and with our family issues, with children, um, or we simply don't know how to. Uh, it's too much trouble to go through all that stuff. I have to learn and I don't have time and energy. I don't want to learn or um, I don't want to go out to the sun. I have a few clients. I encourage them to go out and, and do something outdoor. They, they say, no, I don't want to get to the sun. I have to cover by the, the sunscreen 50. Otherwise, I'm not going to go out. Um, um, or lack of spaces. I don't have enough space to do it. Or um, simply not interested. There are a lot of different reasons. And I'm sure whatever I mentioned may not be one of your reasons, you as a general term. Uh, but there is a reason. I think we need to find out why I don't do gardening at all nowadays. Mm -hmm. So it's up to the person to find out. Yeah. You know, the other thing I'm thinking as you're saying that too is maybe people don't even realize why they should do it. I mean, we have grocery stores, right? I, it oh, wasn't yeah. even on my radar for several years of why, why would I do this? I, I mean, I got to work. I got to do things to, to uh, survive. You know, why would I sit here and plant a garden? I, I would have never understood even like why this, why would someone even love to do this? So I, I'm not the only one I think that is thinking that. The, the reason, actually, the reason I really started serious about my backyard gardening actually is at the beginning of quarantine. When my family panicking, wow, where are we going to buy the food? And I say, no problem, we'll plant the food. And because of that simple conversation and thought, I right away, I went to Home Depot and purchased a few materials that I believe that I need. And I began to build my, my um, raised bed. And um, I begin to, uh, I, I purchase the soil and I purchase the pots and I purchase the seed and I say, that's planted. At that time, I have no idea what I was talking about. And um, Wow, that's so, only a couple so, months ago. Yeah, 
Yeah, actually, no, I have some experiences just kind of like have one part here, one part there. Um, I have my uh, fruit garden. I planted nine fruit trees in my backyard six years ago. But it's just a, a something there. I just, you know, the watering system just continued watering the trees and I really didn't have to pay attention to it too much. But talking about the vegetable gardens, um, it's something different. They are all different things. So I really started my vegetable garden actually uh, at the beginning of the quarantine. Yeah, okay. So the quarantine, obviously most, many people are probably very annoyed. We don't even want to talk about it because we're probably traumatized in many ways. Um, I had to switch my podcast gears because I was doing coronavirus series and I was like, you know what, even I'm tired of talking about this. <laughs> and that's why we're talking about mental wellness now. So, um, you know, the thing is though, so much good can come out of bad. And it seems like, you know, you're one person I saw that was gardening, but it seemed like there were a lot of other people I started seeing, even just by scrolling through Facebook, which people were starting to pick up gardening during that time. And, and I think that's such a beautiful thing because we have been so far removed from the earth that I think that's a lot of reason why we're sick. Would you agree mm. with that? Yes, it is true. Um, in my bio, we mentioned about improved energy. And actually, the, the uh, biggest source of the energy is out there, outdoor in the environment, and especially if you are able to go out to your backyard. That's the place you can receive the natural energy from the sun, from the air. And um, nowadays, people are into uh, their computer work too much. They sit down too much. That's why they have developed uh, 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 vacuous vein, they have um, developed hip issues, they have lower back issues, they have neck, uh, shoulder and neck muscle issues because they sit down in that posture for too long. And um, I think it became a lifestyle now and people begin to forget, oh, I have a backyard, I can go out there and have fun and get some stretch and, and receive the energy and receive vitamin D. And I think people kind of lost mind on that. And today I really want to influence uh, a lot of our friends and, and families uh, that help them to rethink why I need to go out to my backyard, create something, and I can receive the energy and balance my hormones so I can release some of the stress I receive from the computer and cell phone. You know, there's something very powerful about putting our hands and our feet and, and just touching dirt in general. And then you have the sun on top of that, which you get all the, not only vitamin D, but I'm sure there's so many other nutrients and there's something very powerful about receiving sun. So when you're out there, do you wear sunscreen? No, I don't. <laughs> I figured you probably would just for having this conversation, but for the listeners, I thought that would be interesting for them to hear. I, I, you know, I don't really wear sunscreen either. I have some sunscreen. I remember when I moved, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should throw this away or not. And I've literally had this thing for years. And it's not like I'm sitting there baking in the sun all day. But I mean, I just everywhere I go out, I, I mean, I, I'm not really thinking about putting sunscreen on because uh, one, I'm not sitting outside all day. So that's one thing. But maybe if I was, then that would be a different story. I would maybe I'd possibly think about it. But I mean, it's good. It's good to expose our skin to the sun. I mean, we were put in a garden, right? We didn't have clothes on when from the beginning of time. <laughs> we we're trying to shield ourselves from the sun. There's a there's a connection with our body and that we need that we need what the sun has to give us. I think uh, a lot of people have a misunderstanding of the sun. They they believe they were educated that when you got exposed to the sun too much, that you have risk of getting skin cancers and, and, and you know a lot of other issues. But that only happens when you are exposed to the sun for too long period of time and under very uh, extreme heat. However, when we do gardening, we don't go out 12 noon. We, we go out early in the morning or late in the evenings, so the sun exposure is not that strong and in, um, the heat is a little more mild. It's really comfortable for us to go out to the garden at that time. And then you receive the sun at the same time when you move around in your garden, taking care of your vegetables. It's kind of like, it is not gonna hurt you. 
not at all. I, I have been doing this for a, lo a long time. Yes, I get a little darker, but I, this is a healthy natural color, but I, I still look okay. I think. No, I think so. you look really good. I was just thinking that. I'm like, your skin looks amazing. <laughs> I like it. I like it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably have, like, as it, as it gets a little bit more sunny, I mean, you'll have, like, a nice tan. <laughs> it's yes. free tanning. You don't have to go to a tanning booth. I mean, then you get the nice vitamin D from it, too. So, you know, when I was at Hippocrates Health Institute in Florida, when I was studying, they actually had uh, an area on top of a building where, where people can go up and they can they can go and expose their whole body nude, like literally nude to the sun. And they would tell people that had breast cancer to go do that and expose their breasts to the sun because it, the sun can help with dealing with the cancer. So, so, I mean, there's something very powerful about exposing our skin to the sun. I mean, even, even at Hippocrates Health Institute, they knew that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, okay. So we talked about getting the sun and the benefits of that. Um, what other benefits are there to, to doing gardening? Okay. Um, when you go out to the gardenings, let's talk about physical first. Uh, for example, you have to, when you go out to do the gardening, you have to move things around. Now, we all know when we get ages that we will lose our muscle mass. Now, the only way to build your muscle mass back and strengthen, uh, strengthening your bones is through the exercise of resistance. And that comes in with lifting. You may have a choice to go to gym and do the, uh, uh, the dumbbell and do the lifting, but the most natural way and save your time is to go out to your backyard and move a few parts around. It's the same type of exercise. So when I do the gardening, I see a lot of benefits. So that's another benefit. You really do your exercise without paying extra fees to the, the <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Save your money. Now, another thing is that um, I found, can I share a story about what happened in my backyard? Yeah, we love to hear, oh, hear that. Okay. Um, when we work in the backyard, there are, there is a good, Gardening is a good tool to boost up your happy hormones and how that can happen. I'm going to share this story. About two years ago that um, I found my apple tree full of insects, different kind of insects, and I did not want to spray chemicals in the air and the apple tree was so large. So I, I spoke to the apple tree, believe it or not, and I say, I'm sorry this happened to you and I don't know what to do and I don't want to spray you with the chemicals. I will not like it. I don't think you will like it. So tell me what can I do for you in the name of Jesus be healed. And then about two days, it flew in hundreds of ladybugs. I'm not joking. It flew in a hundred ladybugs on the apple trees and cleaned up all those insects. Wow. I was like, now we talk about energy. Energy is actually a communication between us and God, between us and our environment, between us and the vegetables and fruits, and between us and the inner self. So, so I believe when I um, begin to interact with my vegetables and my fruit trees, a lot of energy is shifting around me, and I believe that. Otherwise, the, the, the ladybug could, will not flow in as a group to my apple tree. I didn't understand how that happened. I believe, I believe the energy just transfer my request and they received and they come. Now, when it all happened, I was so excited. That rewards me to do more on gardening. That rewards me on, Christina, you have been doing the right thing. That rewards really boost up my dopamine hormones. And in the happy, we need to have happy hormones to heal our body and where we can get happy hormones. A lot of people will go drinks. A lot of people will take supplements, but actually you can get these type of happy hormones just right at your backyard. And, and that's another benefit and uh, advantage that I see from gardening. Mm. Another thing is that when you have you finish your gardening, you just take the fruits and you eat. It's the most organic vegetables that you can get compared to supermarkets that even though they label it organic, but how do you know how organic is organic? 
mm-hmm. is still the best out of your backyard. So it, it is true. I have tried the regular vegetables from regular supermarket. I try organic vegetables from you know those uh, famous supermarket, and I also try my own true organic from my backyard. They all taste differently, even though this is organic. Compared to my organic, my organic is true, true sweet. Sometimes I still taste the bitterness from the organic vegetable from the famous supermarket. That really convinced me it's a good idea that I have my own vegetable garden. Well, that makes sense because when they're when they're being shipped to these supermarkets, they're getting picked early. Usually, they they usually ripen while they're already picked. Versus when we have our own garden, technically we should really pick them when it's ripe, not before mm-hmm. it's ripe, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it I could see that. I mean, there's still life force and there's so much. I mean, so much behind probably what I can even explain that's happening. That between that time where it's picked too early. And when you let it ripen, yes, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a huge reason. And then obviously we don't. I mean, who knows if we'll ever be in quarantine again? And actually, some places at this point right now, it's it's June 2020, are still quarantined. I I, go, I went to Portland. I was I was driving around the other day, and I was it was unbelievable how how much is going on there still, <laughs> and how how much they're they're fearful with the mask and everything. So. Um, you know, people could do whatever they want. I'm not judging them, but it's, it's just the crazy time we're living in and there's so much uncertainty. So to take one certainty of putting food in our garden and knowing that, uh, that's going to still be there, hopefully God willing, um, you know, if something even greater happens, then I think that's, that's comforting knowing that you, you have that there. I would, I would think that's comforting for you knowing that you have that there just in case we get quarantine or something worse happens. Right. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So we talked about, um, okay. So we talked about the nutrients. That's one thing. Well, actually we didn't even really talk about the nutrients. We talked about the taste, but I think also that that's another thing to highlight is the fact that you're getting more nutrients when it's, it's picked appropriately. There, there's a reason why it tastes better. Yes. So, and then when you're out there gardening, there's a lot of stress relief because of just being connected to the earth, um, getting the sun, and then um, is there anything else that you would say with stress relief? We talked about the hormones and how you're yes. boosting dopamine. Yes. Um, but sharing this, I have to be bad. Forget about I am a Christian. <laughs> 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 well, sometimes that you, uh, you'll find bugs or worms on your vegetables, right? And then you have to decide you want to pick them out, kill them, or you want to leave them alone so they will eat up all your vegetables. So we have decision to make. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes when I want to pick the, the insects, I will be like treating the, that as my enemy, the person I really had conflict from yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And I really have to take it out, put it in the plastic bag, and I really have to kill you and let go of my anger. <laughs> it's bad to say so, but... Um, sometimes a lot of hidden anger inside you, I, I found it's very naturally to just go out that way. Now, if you're going to say, if somebody's going to ask, criticize me, like, what? You kill insect with that kind of attitude is very bad. Uh, yes and no. At least I know it's not seen. <laughs> That's for <laughs> sure. I know it's not seen. I'm safe. But um, I think if we just look at it like, if I have to kill that insect, if not, he's, that insect is going to eat all my vegetables and crops. Then in that case, since I have to kill it, it's, it I found that it's an anger release in a way. Mm-hmm. It is. Naturally, it's an anger release. Whether you purposely release it or you not purposely, it is. I found that. And um, nowadays that we hide our emotion in a way, we cover up uh, our true emotion with a mask, it's not healthy to us. No. Yeah, so, so sometimes when you are cleaning up your gardens, um, it, it's, a very e- it's a very healthy way to release and balance your emotions. That's why that we are able to balance our hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes, 
Huh? I don't know. Are you going to cut this portion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we'll keep it in. <laughs> you know, well, the thing is, okay, so we all have different outlets of how we how we need to express ourselves. My husband was talking about boxing. He 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 likes boxing and he likes MMA and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of just naturally watch it here and there with him because he likes it and. I've just kind of, you know, if I'm going to hang out with them, I guess I have to watch it. So, <laughs> so anyways, there's some parts of it though. Like I love listening to the stories and how they got there and how they're doing there. Cause it, a lot of them, they, 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 they come from these crazy lives and then they progress to be these champions. And so I think that's interesting. So that's a side note, but he was saying, he's like, when the whole quarantine thing happened, he's like, these people need their outlet. I'm like, their, their form of expression. And I was thinking like, the, when I think of form of expression, I think of things like dancing, because that's what I do. Um, I'm sure people sing, but I could even see gardening, the same idea, it's a form of expression. And you know, you're, you're, you're putting love into this thing. Uh, well, hopefully you're putting love into it because uh, we had chatted too about how the, what you put in, you get out, right? So if you're putting love into it, you're gonna have more of a beautiful garden and, and plants that can actually nourish you versus if you're putting anger and all that kind of stuff into there. But even the, the way that you're interacting with these, these little bugs and stuff too, it's almost like your form of expression that it's like, okay, I took it out on this. Now I can get back into life and, and be able to, you know, be civil with humans. <laughs> it is true. I do. I do talk to my vegetables every day and, and I do touch it and, and, and touch all the leaves and check on the leaves and hold the leaves and speak to them. And, and I thank them for growing good. I thank them for fighting with the harsh environment and, and weather in Las Vegas. I do speak to them. That's pulling love toward to them. If um, somebody who doesn't have a, a person or a group that they are, a, uh, they are able to share love with, I think that having your own uh, vegetable garden and you can share your love and communicate to your uh, vegetables is a good a channel to you know release your positive energy that way now to release the negative energy I do have a story that one day I found a big uh, locust about this size Wow it's about this size and then I first found that my um, my cauliflower the point that what my goodness one third was gone and then one half was gone and was like who ate it and then I found that locust. And then I, I was thinking, should I leave it alone or should I not? At the time when I was debating, a lot of my Facebook friends told me, no, Christina, you have to kill it because it's going to eat up your whole thing, your whole garden. Oh. And it's just one locust. I was like, okay. It's very funny. I use uh, hot pepper water spray and spray on, on the locust. The locust turned around and did this to me. <gasps> my goosebump all came up and I at that moment I was like you are just that teeny little size and I'm this big size and then why I have all the goosebumps and then all of a sudden I thought if I can conquer you I can conquer the world <laughs> <laughs> so I, I began to find how can I catch you and I found that it's difficult to catch it because I was afraid so finally I have a uh, arm the long arm trash uh, uh, what do you call that trash uh, pickup clip mm -hmm. and I found it in my garage and I use this and I snap it and I found that I, after I snap it I cannot kill it because it has a very big shelf right yeah. yeah so so finally I was like I let go of it once and I was like I have to catch you again at that time my my energy was like I have to kill you <laughs> <laughs> my energy came up so finally the second time I caught it and I pick up a stones and I just cover it and I was like, stand on top of the stone. I was jumping on it and I said, you cannot survive because I have to be the winner. <laughs> so did it die? I leave it, I leave it under the stone for three days. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I met someone, um, I met these gardeners in Las Vegas when I was living there at some point. Um, just years ago, they had an herb farm and they would be at the farmer's market. And so one day I visited their house where, where they had the farm, their herb farm and uh, their whole backyard. I mean, it was just herbs and plants everywhere. And so the, the guy that, it was, a, it was a couple. And so the guy was showing me and my friend that went and visited 
how if they had bugs, he would use certain types of, I don't know if it was essential oils, I don't know what it was, but some type of spray that just, um, it, it veered them into a different direction <laughs> versus to eat his plants. So for him, it wasn't so violent of like killing the animals and stuff. It was like, he just kind of like shooed them away almost like the, the ants and stuff would go in a different direction. I always thought that was very interesting. I, I, I that's definitely wouldn't be on my radar if I hadn't gone and seen that. Um, but, but nonetheless though, I mean, I still look at it like a, that whole form of expression thing. I mean, you can't really be mad at the coronavirus, you know, and this whole situation around that when you're dealing with something like that, right? You probably were not thinking about what's going on in the world when you're so focused on trying to make sure your garden is okay. When our energy and emotions and energy got balanced, we actually can look at the whole world a little differently and with more balanced way. Um, our vision will be not very narrow tunneled anymore. So it is a good idea to, I think still planting a vegetable garden in your backyard is really a beneficial choice for a lot of people in many ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and with all that being said, you had mentioned how gardening enhances your awareness of, of you and, and your environment, your environment in general. So it, it's just, there's, there's so much going on in the world and it can be so confusing to navigate. And it's like, uh, I don't know what happened with my job. I don't know how, where did this all come from? The quarantine and now we have riots and now there's this and now there's that. It's like, can we just get a break? I mean, can we just <laughs> calm down a little bit in society with uh, everything that seems to be a planned agenda in my personal opinion? Um, and, it, you know, gardening can seem like that sanctuary for people to just kind of escape escape and release and there's something physical that's literally happening and there's so much that's happening it seems beyond the fact that you're getting food that is very healthy and nutritious which I bet most people that listen to this podcast probably thought that that's what we're mainly going to focus on because this is a health and wellness podcast <laughs> yes and otherwise uh unless unless that you want to be a professional farmer which I don't think that's the topic today so that's to put that aside now um I use gardening as a tool to balance my busy life. And I think that a lot of us can begin to think that way too, why we want to do gardening. Um, it's much easier to buy good quality vegetables out there from a farmer market, from a supermarket. But the reason I believe that we can plant our own vegetable garden, not the main purpose to produce how much, how many uh, vegetables and, and food that we want to put on the table. I think that's the secondary. I think majorly is that using gardening as a tool to find things to do, to take us away from the computers, uh, take us away from sitting too long, take us away from the, the television sitting in you know, I have nothing to do. I just sit in front of the television and watch three hours, four hours movies. Gardening is a tool for us to go out, do something, to balance our energy, to, uh, to train our lifestyles. That's what I want to say, to train our habits and lifestyles so we are able to be more balanced. Mm. So I see gardening as a, a training tools. And when I encourage my clients to do gardening, I I actually introduce that this way too. Mm -hmm. Then if, if people, if clients tells me that, oh, I don't have time, I don't have this, I, I cannot do that, then I believe it's, it's the turning point. Is there any way that we can turn around? Mm -hmm. Is there any way I can help you to, to walk away from your computer, walk away from your stress? So, mm -hmm. so I see gardening is Yeah. Is yeah, we have to find some way to walk away from it. And I think when someone when we can do something physical, then that has a reward. So I mean, exercise could be something like that, right? If someone really likes to build muscle, it's like they're doing something physical that's stimulating chemical a chemical reaction, but they're also can get the reward of having a nice body. I feel like gardening is almost kind of like that. It's like that thing where they can step away from the stress and be able to have a physical chemical reaction with the environment. And then they have a reward system you know, with the thing that they planted. And then now they have nutrition, which 
nutrition, we didn't even talk about how that alone even can help boost their happy neurotransmitters too. Exactly. And um, also that is the uh, most cost effective uh, methods to get your life balanced, that you don't have to pay f extra fees to the gym. The, the backyard gardening, only, you only need to uh, buy soils, maybe pots and the seeds. Or maybe you go to the nurseries and buy uh, the sprouts they already did for you and you plant it that way. But it doesn't matter how you do it, it's the, the least cost uh, in my, what I mean is that it's the most cost-effective way yeah. that you don't have to pay a lot of fees. It's, it's really... So, aside from the fact that you're, you compared it to not having a gym membership or paying fees for that, but, but compared to buying food from the store, you still find it's cheaper to have your own garden? Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, see, I've only planted microgreens, and, um, you know, that can start to add up if you're growing a lot like we are. <laughs> So I didn't, you know, it's kind of hard to compare. It's not apples to apples. So um, I'm not really, although I will tell you, actually, that's a big reason why I started growing my microgreens. Now that I compare microgreens to microgreens, <laughs> um, it's a huge reason why we started it too, is because it was so expensive to buy the microgreens in the supermarket. And they were not even as good as if we grew them ourselves. Um, we had some farmers here and there as we moved, but it, it just, it, I don't know. We just had little issues here and there. And then one, at one point it was like $30 a pound to buy these. Mm -hmm. And we would, I mean, we would literally buy 10 pounds. And so, well, up to when it became $30 a pound, we weren't buying 10 pounds because we're still buying some other stuff to eat, you know? So that's a very expensive grocery bill if you can imagine. So, so now we buy our seeds and I mean, we have just, uh, we have racks and racks of, in our whole kitchen. My, my sister came and visited for the first time. She's never been to my house here. And, she just looked at me and she's like, you're hilarious. <laughs> she's like, I can't believe your kitchen looks like this. <laughs> so, um, but you know, the, it, it feels nice. It feels nice to have fresh food that is, is growing in my house. I know what the water is. Um, so that's one thing. I mean, when you buy food from a store, are they growing it with dirty water? I, I mean, that's not filtered, that has fluoride in it and things like that. I don't know. I mean, that's one thing that's huge. It's like, we want to drink healthy water, but what about the water that's in your food? So that was one pro challenge I had when I would go to um, certain types of microgreen farmers. And then the, and then the seeds, are they organic? And you know, what does that mean? Where are you getting them from? So, um, but that's good to know that, like you said, it is cheaper for other types of food to grow it in your own garden. I think once you, once you get a, a plant that, like a, an apple tree, for example, um, my husband planted an apple tree at his old house and now his mom lives there. And years later, now it's actually flourishing. <laughs> so unfortunately he didn't get to reap the rewards when he was living there, but now it's flourishing and she has hundreds of apples that, you know, she didn't have to go to the store and buy apples every week. I mean, that could be expensive if you eat a lot of apples. So obviously people are trying to be, find ways to also be more cost effective during this time. And then we're still talking. I mean, as much as me and you are kind of like uh, over the pandemic idea, we're still wearing masks. People are still wearing masks out there. People are still concerned. And we have to get back to what are the fundamentals of health, right? Like we need healthy food. And that's not really something that's been talked about with the government and all that. It's like, come on now, let's get back to what, what it is. That, what is it that makes us healthy to begin with, right? We have to figure out what is going in our system and, and helping us get nutrients. So you're getting way more jam-packed nutrients when you're getting it straight from your, your garden and also when you're, you're uh, harvesting it and eating it right away after it's ripe. Do you have anything else you want to expand on all that? I, I think that um, we are the result of our own choices. We, in our life, that, and, and what we eat, what we do, we choose this way, we choose to do that, and we get to the result of the choices. We often complain on the result that we choose to do. And that's why people need a lot of help. Now, um, I want to encourage a lot of friends and family that uh, today maybe it's time to rethink what do I want to choose for myself? Uh, do, I want to to, do I want to choose continue being busy and stressed out? Or I want to find a way to release my stress? And oh. then how I want to do it? And um, if I want to choose to, to turn around my busy life 
and find a way that I can balance my stress and release my stress is gardening a good choice. Maybe other stuff is a good choice. And then, but doesn't matter what we choose, we have to decide on that turning around. Otherwise, we've never released the stress. And then it ends up we have to take uh, antidepressant medicines. We have to take a lot of other medicines and get us hooked on those medicines for our lifetime. It's not good. So if we don't want to be hooked on the, the medicines all lifetime, then we need to make it, we use our wisdom and in the mind to decide, yes, today is the time to turn around. Mm. Now that's say, uh-huh. yeah, go on. You have something to say. Well, I just love that you mentioned that it all starts with a decision. And yes. anytime that we're trying to, to want to live a healthy life and want to be feel good in general and live purposely, it all starts with that choice. And where you're, you're just like, I don't want that anymore. I have had enough of that. It's not serving me and I want to go this direction now. And so that, that's a good point. So I hope that some people that are watching this today are, are realizing, you know, I want to release that stress. I don't want to hold this in anymore. Stress is the root of why people are ill, whether it's a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is, it's the root. And so it, you know, parasites are a stress, right? We talk about a lot about that. Chemicals are a stress, but holding on to negative emotions are also a stress on our body that can cause illness. I'm sure you see that manifest when you do massage work, huh? Yes. Yes. I want to expand on that because I'm really curious of how those two things, how stress and what you see with your, your massage work uh, correlate. Um, okay. There are so many things that I can say, but if you want to narrow it down a little bit for me, otherwise I'll tell you three days of stories. Okay. So, okay. Since I'm always in, um, excited to talk to you about the lymphatic system, since that's one of your expertise and, um, and you're also an expert in um, cancer. Uh, you work with cancer patients and massage massage. Um, why don't we touch on the stress and what you see with the, the um, clients that have lymphatic and cancer issues? Okay. Um, because they are all different. That's, that's take cancer. Um, do you want to focus on cancer issues or lymphatic? They are two oh. different things so, to <laughs> well, me. You know what? Let's start with lymphatic and then we'll move into lymphatic. Cancer, Cause I'm really okay. curious what you have to say about both. Okay. Now lymphatic, there are two different situations. I'm not going to talk about post-op. That's, that's a main add on trauma to the body. Let's talk about the natural uh, detoxification through medial lymphatic drainage. Can we talk about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. As we know that lymphatic system is a, um, it's a part of our whole body uh, detoxification systems. So when the lymphatic system got traumatized, that actually the detoxification system before that already traumatized, including the kidneys and livers. Mm-hmm. So, and also lymphatic system and the blood cardio uh, blood system, they go together. So when lymphatic system got traumatized, I begin to doubt that your cardio system probably got traumatized as well because they go together. Mm. They transfer fluids in and out all the time. Okay, that makes sense. Now, so when a client come to me, the body uh, under, chronic inflammation for a couple of years, has swollenness and edema for a few years already. Um, I, my concern is that what caused that? Food issues, stress issues, or other issues. And I found that most of them are stress issues. Mm-hmm. And um, they do not know how to handle their, their everyday activity. They don't know how to handle their body. So they put their body under that chronic inflammation for a long period of time without knowing how to do it. Now, of course, manual lymphatic drainage is a hand-down uh, protocol that I will use my hand to guide the lymph fluids or the, the fluids back to its system, allow the lymphatic system to wake up, take the edema away. Mm. But after that treatment, what else? are they going to stay in the same lifestyle? 
mm-hmm. and, and allow that edema to come back in a few years and come back to me and do that again. So in that case, my manual lymphatic drainage is a non is a non-medicine medicine. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So they treat that manual lymphatic drainage as a, a medicine kind mindset to, to, to take care of their problems. But my concern is how can I help them to look at their lifestyles? What caused that problem? Can, we, can I help them to, to overcome that problem and get into a new lifestyle, get into a, a, a different eating habits? How can I help you to solve the problem that causing this edema? That is what my concern most. But mm-hmm. obviously, the body was under stress, uh, systematic stress a lot. The body lost the ability to do the self-cleansing. That's why they, co- they come to me with that chronic inflammation edema. Mm. I hope so that answers your question. You mentioned food and stress which i'm talking when you're talking about stress i'm assuming it's like a negative emotion type of stress maybe traumas or things like that you mentioned those over and over again here so it seems like those might be some of the biggest roots of why people have a stagnant lymph uh, lymphatic system stress could be emotional stress physical stress and spiritual stress Mm -hmm. they are at different levels but they all will come together as the same thing it will affect your body at different levels, different parts of your body, uh, all pretty much the same way. Your body, when your body has to uh, uh, tolerate certain things and you don't know how to even it out, your body has to hold it. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's at your emotional level, physical level, or spiritual level. And mm-hmm. it hurts your whole body no matter what. Uh-huh. So yeah. to tie this back to gardening, this is why gardening can be a, a good outlet for people. One, because it's, it helps to uh, release that stress, right? With the physical things that are going on there with the exercise, the sun, the grounding in the earth, the reward system. <laughs> and um, the fact that all of that, including the nutrients that you get from, from the, the plants, it helps to boost those happy chemicals. So that sounds like it's just a recipe for good lymphatic system. Yeah, that's true. Um, when you walk enough, when you do deep pre- uh, uh, breathing enough, it actually helps to pump your lymphatic system. Mm. So a good thing, another good thing add on to the, the backyard gardening is that, then let, me, let me share what I do, then, then probably that will um, give you some enlightenment. That in the morning when I wake up, I drink the water and I clean up myself, and then my first thing uh, of activity is go out to the backyard. The first thing is I do some deep breathings, get ready for mm. the day, open up my lungs. And then so when I was doing that, I first appreciate I have a, ba- a big backyard, this big, that I'm able to, to work on. So after that, and I begin to walk around my backyard. So I was doing the walking. Now walking will help to pump the lymphatic system. So I walk around and check on everything. And, I, and by checking that, I will see what I need to do that day. Sometimes I really don't have to do anything. Then I will just touch my vegetable and give Thanksgivings. Mm. And then if I find that, oh, I have to clean up this, I have to cut some of the leaves, and then I will begin to do a lot of working. I will move the parts around. That's another exercise. Mm. And then um, and after that, if after I'm done, I have done everything and I will do another deep breathing and, and give thanksgiving. Thank you for giving me the good energy that I'm able to take care of this. And thank you for growing uh, so strong for me. And then I finish it. Sometimes I only spend 10 minutes. Sometimes I, I, if I find that I have to do extra work that day, then probably one hour. But it depends on how much time you can give you only grow the size of the garden accordingly. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to stress out. So doing backyard gardening is not adding one more stress to your life. Actually, it's turning around to balance your stress and actually release your stress that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, while like I have my microgreen farm and I didn't start with all the trays that I have now, I started with a few and um and then i got really ambitious and we bought a lot but at the same time at some point i had to refine the process of how to grow these 
because I realized, okay, they don't like this type of medium. They need more or less water. There's all these little other things that make a difference. I found out um, you haven't taken the biomolecular oxygen yet, have you, for cell core? So I put that in my water that I, I water the microgreens with, and they actually love it. Like they, they grow plump and they, they love it. I haven't tried the minerals yet. I want, I'm thinking that might be a good thing too. Um, but I just thought, well, you know, people use plant food. <laughs> so it seems like a little bit more oxygen and this might be a good idea. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, so little things like that I learned over time. But, you know, you start small, which that's, I think that's a good point to make. If someone's like, oh, it seems like a really good idea, but I just feel so overwhelmed right now. One, it might actually help to decrease some of that overwhelm if you just start small and then you start realizing like, okay, this is not too bad. And then you can expand from there if you, if you really want to. Um, and, um, and then, and then two, I mean, you're getting these, these nutrients. So I know there was something else that I was thinking, but those are some of the main things I think that are, are very beneficial to that. Yeah. So now I have a friend who told me that she has no interest on vegetables, but she loves flowers. So I encourage her and I say, then begin a, a, flower gardens then whatever that will make you happy whatever will make you go out there to receive some sun and balance your energy do it maybe you you don't like flowers but you don't and you don't like vegetables either but you like fruits fine mm -hmm. do something and then um, it um, so I don't want to limit the mindset only on vegetables, even though I personally do vegetables because that's what I like. I have no idea about flowers. Any flowers I plant, they die. But all the vegetables... <laughs> well, Las Vegas, I can't imagine growing flowers down there. I'm surprised you can grow anything down there, actually. <laughs> but so I found vegetables vegetable a lot easier for me, so I, I choose on the vegetable. So whatever that will, will make you happy, do it. Well, I will touch on the note of flowers. So have you ever used flower remedies with uh, your clients or Bach flowers? No. So do you know about them? No. <laughs> uh, they're like a hidden gem, I think, for people. Um, there's 38 different ones, and they all come from – actually, there's a whole Australian line, too, with Australian type of flowers. But each of these flowers, they're um, – basically, Dr. Edward Botch, he – discovered, uh, I don't know, I want to say a century ago or so, that if when the, the flower is in water and then the sun beats down on it and you drink the water, it actually helps balance different types of emotions depending on the flower. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're talking about flowers to me, I mean, yeah, obviously it's great to take the, the flower remedies, which I've seen incredible results with them. So I can talk about that all on another podcast. But, um, but I think even just having flowers around in your garden or even in your house is another way that you can help relieve stress. And, and there's physical properties in the flowers that actually help to, to do that. So each of these, when I make uh, flower remedies, uh, there's, there's, we usually, we use about seven of them, seven different concoctions, or I shouldn't say concoctions. They're literally from one flower each. Each one can do a different thing. So Aspen, for example, is really good for fear, fear of the unknown. Uh, mimulus is also good for fear, but it's more fear for things that are, are known. So there's a whole list of different things that you can do. So you're, you're on point, I think, with the flowers. Good. It sounds good. I, I definitely want to learn that. And I believe that learning something that we don't know and overcome the unknown actually help us gain the wisdom. It, it, the wisdom actually is a reward that I feel like I'm better than yesterday. I'm better, you know, and that also mm -hmm. releases happy hormones. So whatever that we do, uh, go toward to the positive goal, it will really help us to release all that stress. Oh, I love that. I never really thought about wisdom as like a positive reward system. But now that you're saying that, I think about when I, when I do some uh, studying. Yesterday I had a study session. I was actually, I was learning about the lymphatic system. <laughs> you might want to join this too. Um, Cellcore has a think tank, and we're talking all about the lymphatic system right now in there. Uh, actually, I've never even gone on the live. Uh, they do, a, I believe it's on Zoom. But I'm, I'm looking at all these notes from the previous ones, and I'm, I'm ready to jump in now. But they, they talk about, they have all these different um, articles on the lymphatic system and how the, li the liver actually produces the most amount of lymph. I, I had no idea. So it's, um, 
it's, it's interesting. But I think now that you're a part of Cellcore, I think that you'll really enjoy being a part of that too. It's, it's just another way to increase that reward system, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and we we all want more. to, we all want to, to feel I'm better. I'm good, you know, and I'm smart, especially when you tell a, a kid you are not smart. That is very depressing. Yeah. So, so I am smart. I'm good. That is very rewarding. Very happy. So yeah. I encourage to receive wisdoms every day. Yeah. And, and you know what, on the wisdom note, this is what I want to mention earlier. I just remember now. So once in a while, I, I plan my, most of my planting for my microgreen farm on Sundays. And sometimes it feels like, man, I just, I have other things to do. You know, I have, I have other projects and I have, I, well, maybe I want to even want to relax. I don't know. But I got to do this planting because I know that I, I want to have my food and I want to have my fresh microgreens, et cetera. And so, but I'll do it anyway, and I'll sit there and I'm planting and, and it's almost like a meditation where you're just in that, I'm in that quiet space. And in the, in that moment of I'm focused on this thing, it allows me to kind of just push everything aside. But I feel like it's a time where I can really just kind of hear from God too. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'm kind of organizing my week and my day and, and all that, that stuff in that moment of producing something else where I, I'm, I'm being, you know, for having to like kind of get away from the rut of life. So I, I think that's another benefit of doing gardening is, is the fact that we can have that quiet time and, and, it, and it is like a prayer and, and meditation type of time where we can, we can have that communication with God and we can also receive different messages that we might need to know that can actually help de-stress some of the other stuff. <laughs> yes. And it is true. I want to share something that um, one day I had um, a plane transfer, and I did not take took care of it. I did not take care of it good enough, so it, it looked it looked dying, and I was like, oh, how stupid I was, but but I still faithfully continue to doing what I have to do, water it every day, and then until it's totally died, I will not give up my hope, and about three days later, it came back. And, and when I look at it, I was so excited and I hear a voice from within and I said, he can do it. You can do it too. And, and, and at that time I was going through a lot of difficulty. I was struggling and all of a sudden I was just healed. Yes, I can do it too. Yeah. So, so it is true. And I, I think that's a good precious moment of the gardening that when you begin to, to communicate with the environment, communicate with the people or the things around you your inner self voice will become louder mm. because you begin to pay attention to all those little things mm -hmm. and then um, um, and, and I have a lot of those healing moments every day when I uh, look at my vegetables and, and all that another thing I want to add on is we talk about um, gardening it is true sometimes we fail but since we are not farmer, professional farmers, we, our purpose is not to grow the biggest, the prettiest, the sweetest vegetables. Our purpose is stress relief. And I think it's okay to, to let it fall apart. If something happened, it doesn't come out as the, the result we expected. I think it's okay to let it go, start it all over again. And start it all over is an opportunity given by God that we are forgiven everything can start fresh mm. new again and it's okay and mm. we we need in our lifetime a lot of uh condemnation comes to us like that's it you have no more chance and mm. we are criticized that way but actually it's not true in in the real world out there either in our uh, uh earthy world or in our spiritual realm world that we do have a lot of opportunities we can grab on and start it all over again. And a lot of times people lose hope because they thought they have no more chance. Mm. And then we, we, the hope is there when we know we have a second chance. So when we come to the gardening, it's okay. When things doesn't happen the way it is, this flower dies, this fruit tree dies, this vegetable dies, it's okay. That's a start all over again. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I love how you entertain the idea of grace in there because this yeah. world so desperately needs grace right now. And, um, and there's so many people that have lost that hope and 
they're they're just living on the edge and um, I'm sure I, I barely even scratching the surface with how many people are having challenges in that area right now um, but but we need that grace to, to sit on sometimes where we're just like just trusting that God is going to work this out for good and I will touch on also the the plant when you were talking about how you you brought it back to life I, one day I had microgreens that were all falling over like that too and I'm like, man, you know, I don't want to waste it. And so I'm thinking maybe I'll just harvest it and it was just not going to be the best harvest, but at least I'll, ha I'll get something that I can from it. And I thought, you know, I'm going to ask my husband, see what he thinks. And so he's like, you know what, why don't you just try giving it really good water and we'll just see what happens tomorrow. If it's not good, we'll just throw it away. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't like, I hate wasting things. So I'm like, all right, well, sure. So I did that and it did the same thing. They literally went like this <laughs> and the next day they were blossoming. I couldn't believe it. I had no idea that that would happen too. So, so it's interesting. I think there's so many metaphors we can look at like with gardening and, and seeing it, seeing the bigger picture in life. And um, you know, with, even with the microgreens in your plant that were falling over and they got back up after they're watered. I mean, uh, we could look that even at like reading the word I mean, when we receive the Holy Spirit, it's like we're receiving that cleansing and that yeah. can help us to get back up when we're feeling wilted and falling down. So there, there's so much I think that we can expand on even with the whole spiritual realm of, of that. But I think that we should um, sum this up with a couple of things. So we talked about how to first start, don't uh, overcomplicate it, right? Just let, let's be simple because I think sometimes People just overcomplicate it. Um, we're thinking, and myself too, that's probably why I have never had a large garden on the outside, although I was moving around a lot, so it kind of had an excuse. But, <laughs> but now that I'm not, then I, I don't have that as much. So one, you know, yeah, we got to stop making excuses. But two, we, you know, let's not overcomplicate it. What other kind of things do you want to leave people with in terms of um, how, how can they get started now and not feel so overwhelmed? Okay. Begin with some, something small, one pot. And then next season, you can increase it a couple pots more. If, uh, so begin something small. Begin with one kind of vegetable. That's say vegetable, for example. And then because all different type of flowers or all different type of vegetables, they, they require different conditions to survive. Mm -hmm. so, so you mentioned don't make it too complicated. So one simple kind. Learn the experience and you can always expand it future to different type of vegetables. And also have a, a good attitude of not to make it too serious on the outcome. It's yeah. okay to fail. And our purpose is to create a paradise, a small space that you can go there and get re relaxations to uh, balance your energy. That's the main purpose. So um, if, you, if you want to design your, your garden a certain way, go ahead and do it. Make it your dream come true. Hmm. Yeah, I just think about when you say that, it's like going outside and there's, there's like green everywhere and it's just a beautiful place where the world outside of that doesn't even bother you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. So, Christina, where can the listeners find you if they're interested in, in working with you? I mean, you do much more than gardening, right? We talked about how you're a massage therapist and, um, and then you're a health coach and you're finishing your, um, your FDN uh, certification, which that's, uh, what, what does that stand for, that, that school? It's called Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. So um, uh, as a health coach, that FDN training is just to help me to understand uh, how to help the clients to find the cause of the problems. Now, I am not like you. I, my training is a little different. As a health coach, my major purpose is to help clients to find what is the, the root of the problem, what caused these issues. A lot of them are stress-related. A, a lot of them are lifestyle or, or eating habits-related. My job is to help them to overcome all those problems so they can get healing and recovery. Um, I don't have a website right now because I'm building my new website, but uh, they can find me uh, through the emails, uh, which is admin at lvmld.com. Admin 
at lvmld.com. Much easier to email me. Uh, sometimes when I'm with my clients, I want to pick up the phone. So email will be a lot easier and better. Okay. Okay. And then um, if you want to just let me know when your website is up again, then I'll just put it in my show notes. Even if it's months from now, just let me know. We'll have that there just in case someone looks at this a uh, couple months from now and uh, is wondering and you have that up. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I will. I will forward that to you. Yeah. All right. Well, it was definitely a pleasure talking to you about gardening. And I love that. It's so much more than just gardening for you. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's gratitude. It's connecting with God. It's eating healthy fruit it's, uh, or vegetables. It's, it's, um, you're, you're getting your oxygen out there. I mean, there's so much that's happening. And while you're also releasing your, your stress, that, that this world is just, it's just so easy to, to come to uh, at this point in time, especially. So, so thank you, Christina, again, for coming on the show. And thank you, listeners, for watching. We will return again next week. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me and enjoy your life. Make your life different. My Super Immunity Boost Juice Guide is now available on thewellnesstrinity.com. You'll learn how to grow broccoli microgreens, the ingredients I put in my green juice, and super nutritious supplements you can add to enhance your immune system. Again, go to thewellnesstrinity.com and you'll receive your free Super Immunity Boost Juice Guide. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Trinity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more wellness tips to help you achieve optimal health. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.